So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. I just want to start off by saying thanks for everyone listening to the last episode featuring the homie Matt Zirashi, who unfortunately could not join us for this episode, but um, he killed it on the last episode. It was great. So, at the time of recording this, we're still in the quarantine period, so we're doing this one via FaceTime, and our guest today is the homie two-time Easy Conversations guest, Sarah Smith. Say what's up to the people. Hi, people. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Izzy. I'm happy to be back. Um, obviously, I've had a lot of time to prepare for this pod, seeing as I was doing nothing in quarantine, <laughs> so I feel very ready to, to have a really fun discussion. Yes, absolutely. So for episode 33 of Easy Conversations, we'll be talking about Sarah and I, basically like Matt and I did for the 30th episode discussing our favorite movies of the 2010 decade. This one we're going to be doing our favorite albums of the 2010 decade. So definitely a strong decade the 2010s were for music. And we're just going to be going back and forth sharing our favorites of that year, listing off some honorable mentions. And yeah, we're just going to alternate. So I think we can dive right into 2010. If it's cool, I'll, uh, I'll start us off here, Sarah. Sounds good. Let me just uh, get ready here with our uh, our tradition of uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the classic audible. All Social right. distance. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Drinking Pink Whitney, finishing off this bottle. Bittersweet, but couldn't think of a better way to finish off the bottle for 2010. This one I am. I struggled because looking over the albums that dropped this year, there wasn't much that was speaking to me. There's definitely one album that I feel like we might have the same one on this one. In my opinion, stands out head and shoulders above the rest. And that's Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think this one, for me, it was a no-brainer looking at the albums that dropped that year. It plays like an epic fantasy movie. It's a return to form for Kanye, and I, I re-listened to it the other day, start to finish, just to be sure that this was my album of the year, and it just, that intro, Dark Fantasy, just sets the tone for, like I said, the return of form for Kanye, and then it goes into probably my favorite song on the album, Gorgeous, which is kind of a sleeper with Kid Cudi and Raekwon, and to me this, I don't know why, but in my head I picture like Kanye rapping on top of Mount Olympus, waiting for the world game this is his olympics you know what i'm saying so um and then it goes into power um all of the lights i could go on and just keep listening off every song on this album but to me this is one of kanye's best albums it's probably my favorite one and i think it's one of the best rap albums of all time like i said my favorite of kanye's so this really cemented his place in rap with another classic under his belt and would kick off a strong decade for Kanye, definitely in the, the early part of the 2010s. And uh, yeah, that's my pick for this year. Another song I really love is Devil in a New Dress. I think that's a sleeper. One of Rick Ross's best best verses that we've ever heard him spit over that just luxurious production. So um, yeah, if you haven't heard this album by Kanye, say what you will about the man, but he can make some damn good music. And uh yeah, Kanye West killed it on this album. Um, great choice. And I, I guess um, this gives me the chance to kind of address things that I wanted to say 
uh, right from the beginning. So um, for me, the way I approached this list, uh, I really went about it uh, going with whatever my my favorite album was of the year. And um, I found at times, like on my original list, Kanye was my pick for 2010, for sure. Um, but then I started thinking and I was like, you know what, like, it would be on the best album of the year list, for sure. But my favorite, no. Um, and like, I, I like, I can't deny that it's a great album. It's a great album. And, and uh, I don't know if you looked into this, Eric, but obviously I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> but um, Rolling Stone named it the number one album of the decade. Oh, so wow. That's, that's yeah. huge. That is huge. And it, it, I agree with that choice. It's a great album. Um, and, like, I, I wanted to mention for sure the song Monster, which is, mm. I think, is one of the, the best rap songs of all time and um, features my pick for the year, and that is uh, Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday. Oh, um, nice. Her first album... I don't think it's her first release ever. It's her first album. Um, and I think at the time, so at the time where this was released, I was still in high school and I, I wasn't super into rap music. I think she really made me be into rap music and she's a really powerful female presence, which I love. And I, I love this album. There's so many good songs and I think that's because she was going hard and she, like she had something to prove. Hungry. At that time, and Pink Friday like really comes through. So, um, this is the album with Super Bass, uh, Moment for Life, um, and Roman's Revenge, which is is one of her best songs for sure, featuring Eminem. Um, yeah, so like I had to go with that one for for my favorite album of 2010 because I've I've listened to it so much, and I I think it's Nicki's best album. I think started to fall, fall off a bit after that yeah. went a little more in the the pop direction and then just the the c catastrophe that was <laughs> the queen <album>. <laughs> <laughs> but um that like it's 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 tough but i went with nikki but i think kanye is a great pick i, I won't deny that okay no i agree and that nikki album is probably one of the only one of hers i've heard from start to finish, and it was a great album. Definitely, and I respect that yep. pick. Like, Roman's Revenge, I remember when it dropped, that was in grade 10, and uh, that, that's a classic song, her and Eminem going toe-to-toe -to -toe there. That's, like you said, you summed it up perfectly. Nicki was hungry back then, and that's yeah. when her best music was released. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you said that, too, for the disclaimer about the best album versus favorite album. Me too, that is how I approach this list, but I found myself looking at the 2010 albums and I couldn't find anything else that I would put ahead of it. So I'm glad you said you approach it the same way as me. You'll see, especially later on, where some albums you might expect that I would have picked are my favorites, but they're not because I have other albums that have more like, I have memories associated to that album, that specific album. So that's also how I approach it. And I felt like sometimes I was really struggling to pick one thing and I didn't want to go by like, oh, well, like 
it's so good I have to pick it like people are gonna judge me if I don't pick it but like is it truly to me my favorite like that's that was the line for me yep. so that's why I went for me I feel that so so like I said some other albums that were released that year that we I did enjoy I wrote down I had three so there was um, Teplon Dawn by Rick Ross have you heard this album no so that's the one with, like, BMF was a big song for Rick Ross. Um, Aston Martin music. Okay. With Drake. There was um, MC Hammer, I'm Not a Star. So that was also, like, that's my favorite Rick Ross album for sure. And that album made me turn the corner on Rick Ross, who I previously despised for some reason with a passion. But I definitely came around on Rick Ross on that album. And you mentioned Eminem. There was Recovery as well. That was a great album. I think, like, I guess I should mention this at the beginning also. I, I, th- I feel like there's going to be a, a lot of rap coming from your side. I might not know all of it. Um, my taste in music, just for people who don't know me, is extremely all over the place. So there might be some picks that you guys are like, what? Like, what is that? But that's just, I'm, I'm all over the place when it comes to music. And... So a pick, another honorable pick that I had for 2010. I was I was still in high school uh, in 2010, and this album was huge. Uh, Katy Perry, Teenage Dream, um, California Girls. Like that album, I believe had like eight singles off of it, which is crazy yeah. for an album. Like that's a lot. Um, so when I think back on high school, like I and my my final year, I think about California Girls like that, like pops into my head. It's that's an album that's gonna it's gonna last in the future. It's gonna have some classics on there. Um, I actually went to the show also. Um, I would not recommend to go see Katy Perry live. <laughs> I think she's really bad live. But um, the the show was awesome. Like the um, how would I say, like, the the story, the, the the presentation, it was really cool, but, um, yeah, I would pass on her life, but the album, fantastic, um, and possibly the only one I really like of Katy Perry, so that was my other unmentioned for 2010. Yeah, that was, like, um, about, that was, like, the height of yeah. Katy Perry's, uh, stardom, she was buzzing in the 2000, like, end of the 2000 decade and start of the mid, the first half of the 2010 decade, she was killing it. Yeah, she was huge. She had a movie too, the Katy Perry movie. Yeah. Like she was, yeah, blowing up. Um, and I guess, I know we said we're not going to worry too much about Grammy winners and stuff, but I'll just throw it out there that um, it was Taylor Swift that won that year for yeah. album of the year for yeah. Fearless. Um I'm not a big Tay-Tay fan, so I decided to just throw it yeah. out there, but, like... Not a huge T-Swizzle guy, either. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually mentioned as... So, I put up an Insta story for anyone who wanted to share their albums of the year, and one of my friends, Emily St. Pierre, said that her favorite albums of the decade were all of T-Swift's albums. So, as we're both not really Taylor Swift fanatics unfortunately we can't delve in too much and give critical uh, analysis on the albums but hey good for her she won one grammy so far in the 2010s and i know she won a couple more so yeah and you know what uh 
Gus and I were talking about it the other night, and I think she is definitely an artist that is going to represent this decade for sure yeah. in the future. Um, but she's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I, it's not my my style. So I've I've passed on Tay Tay a lot, but I'll, we'll give her the shout out. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to move on to 2011? Yeah, let's do it. Set the tone. So, um, this was a tie for me. And this is my only tie of the whole um, decade. Okay. I I had a really hard time picking. I'm still like, uh, yeah, I can't pick one. So, it's a Toronto tie for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Weekend, House of Balloons, and Drake, Take Care. Um, uh, Drake for me is uh, is a part of this. this he's another artist that really represents this decade for sure he's always come out strong I'm a big fan he's he's on my list a bunch of times uh, but I've I decided to give him the 2011 with Take Care because for me every song on that album is good every single song I won't skip a single song um this album was Rolling Stone named it number six of the the decade, so that's pretty honorable. Um, and I've also seen him live. It was one of the best concerts. Uh, they didn't sit down the whole concert. We were dancing, had a great time, um, and it's hype. Like he's a lot of people see him as like the singing kind of dude, but it, no, he can. He can be hyped, and I really love this album. I'll always love this album. I think it's possibly in my like top three pick ever. I love Take Care. Um, as for the weekend, House of Balloons, I think is um, his best project ever released. So he has tracks like High for This, What You Need, House of Balloons, which is my favorite, um, Wicked Games, just like. This album, the overall vibe of this album is amazing. Um, every song like melts into the next song, and just like, uh, yeah, it's it's such a fantastic album. And it's it's I didn't want to be this person, but I I will be. I miss this weekend. Mm. I wish he would still make music like this. Um, it's it's really what I and I heard vibes of it off of. Uh, after hours like there's a few songs that that really take me back to that but like I overall I'm disappointed with how he's like grown it's it's very much more pop now this album is like my favorite version of the weekend and that's why I had to put it on this list um so yeah Drake and the weekend 2011 giving it to Toronto okay no it's solid albums I've actually never heard House of Balloons but I've heard like that re- weekend fans consider this to be like one of his best, like the purest the weekend ever before he got, I guess, tainted by his mainstream success. So I'd have to check yeah. that one out. And I would agree yeah, that sure. Take Care is my favorite Drake album for sure. And it was a contender for my pick of this year. Um, some of my favorite songs, I'll just throw in really quickly, like Underground yeah. Kings and We'll Be Fine or some sleeper songs i think don't get talked about enough and lord knows with rick ross as well so good no every song is good they're they're great 
And yeah, if you haven't heard Take Care by Drake, you should definitely check it out because you're missing out. So my pick for 2011 is my last Kanye pick for the decade. It's Watch the Throne with Kanye West and Jay-Z, the collab album. In my opinion, it's all downhill from here for Kanye for the decade and whatever else is left to come. So what we have in this album is two titans of rap going toe-to-toe over just like luxurious production with lifestyle lyrics and just going over some socio-political themes as well. And yeah, I mean, just the album opens with one of the best intros on any rap album with No Church in the Wild, introducing many of us, myself included, to Frank Ocean. Then goes Mm -hmm. into... Otis, which is a classic song of just two rap, like I said, rap titans going back and forth over Otis Redding, sam- an Otis Redding sample. Then there's Gotta Have It, Who Gonna Stop Me, Murder to Excellence, Why I Love You, Illest Mother Alive. You know, some of, those are some of my favorite songs on the album. I could go on. Like, I've named a bunch of the songs. I could have named all the others as well. So, th- this is Jay-Z and Kanye in their prime as far as what we've seen after the material that they've released after watch the throne i don't want to see a sequel to watch the throne i don't think we will given the history between the two rappers and just the fact that what we've seen of kanye in the last five years that in my opinion he's really fallen off jay-z can still bring it his uh, last album yeah. with, like I, I still think he's rapping really well on features and stuff but they wouldn't be able to replicate this that's why like just the um, the caliber that they're at in twenty in 2010 and 2011 when they're recording this just can't be matched. And I think it's a classic rap album that doesn't get talked about enough and is worth a listen if you haven't heard it. So what are yeah, your what are your um, thoughts on Watch the Throne? And you are I haven't listened to it too much. I my for those who don't know, my brother's a possibly the biggest Kanye fan in the world so i i have heard a lot of kanye's music from him uh but i never seeked it out myself so i i know a lot of it but it's not uh, something that i throw on but i do know songs from watch the throne and i i think it's a good pick i think it's a yeah it's a it's a good like collab album it's possibly one of the best like collaborations out there so yeah, I would agree it's one of the best collab albums for sure. Yeah. Um, as for, like, other mentions, I guess, like, I would go with Adele. Um, 21, to me, is her best album. Uh, so Rolling Stone named it number eight. It's very high-ranked. Um, it's a really beautiful album. It's a lot of ballads, so it's not something I'll throw on a lot. Um, but you gotta respect Adele. I believe she won for the best album that year. Oh no, she did win, but the n- year after. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's that's. I had to to talk about her because I think she's epic, and I think her voice is incredible, and her songwriting is incredible, and uh, yeah, a lot of respect. And my other mention was uh, Lady Gaga for Born This Way. Mm. Um, Overall, the album, like, there's songs that I skip, and that's possibly why I didn't pick it for my, my best album, but I think, like, 
she's one of the OGs when it comes to uh, the whole LGBTQ rights and community, and she really she went hard for for them and like she's she's legendary because of it and again those songs off that album born this way will go down as classics um so yeah i, I was a big fan at the time really yeah. liked that album yeah born this way i've never heard the full album but i remember the songs that were on the radio at the time like the song born this way was a, gr- like a groundbreaking song really to be a number one hit on the radio for so long talking about like you said lgbtq community and like topics that you don't really hear you de- definitely didn't hear that much about on the radio at that time right so it was definitely a huge hit to have on the radio no i mean, yeah. for sure some great i can't say i've heard the two albums in their entirety there but i've heard songs like rolling in the deep i think was on 21 i think that was around that time yeah. right yeah, yeah. So, so the whole album, the whole album, Adele, like, yeah, both of these albums pretty epic in their own way. So, shout out to yeah. that lady. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, me a couple honorable mentions. Speaking of collab albums, I also had Hell the Sequel by Eminem and Royce the Five Nine, which brought back Royce's career really who had been an underground rapper since from the 90s who had been a frequent collaborator with Eminem and then had his own personal issues like dealing with alcoholism and just struggling in his own rap career for I want to say a decade and then reunited with Eminem on this album to make a a fantastic collab album it had the song Lighters there which most people know with Bruno Mars Fast Lane was also a banger but the whole album in its entirety was classic and I definitely recommend you to check it out it brings me back to being in that was the summer of going into grade 12 so the summer of like 2011 that's all I listened to I remember when I just got yeah. my G2s so it brings me back to th- those days and um, yeah no, that was a, a great album and another one is Blue Slide Park by Mac Miller rest in peace who um, that was his first made his first his debut album and it brings me back to being, again, grade 12, highly anticipated album for me. And not knowing how big Mac would be back then, but I was still like a pretty early fan of his. And I remember my friend, um, Dev, who's now in the group called Garçon, you should check out their music, and told me like he had immense potential and he saw him going places. That was the year before. So he was in on Mac really early and got me on Mac as well, so... Mac could be an honorable mention for every single year for me because he dropped an album or a mixtape every year from 2010 onwards. So uh, that album definitely brings me back to good high school days. And yeah, those are my two honorable mentions for 2011. It's funny that you say, like, when an album, like, takes you back to, like, high school days, that's how you knew to, like, put it on your list. So, like, for me... Um, Y'all can judge me, I don't care. I still buy the physical uh, albums, like the CDs, and play them in my car, and that's how I listen to music now, because I don't find I have a lot of time in my life anymore to just, like, just listen to music, so when I'm driving, that's my moment, and for me, the albums that I've listened to the most or have stayed unchanged in my car for the longest time, that's how I knew, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a great <laughs> that's Yo, honestly, me, me too. 
So, yeah. So, um, I feel like 2012, we should say it together. Okay, I think it's a, I think we're in agreement on this one. So, one, two, three, good kid, mad city. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, like you said earlier, actually, I have this album. I bought the album as well. Like, I didn't. I knew of Kendrick before the album dropped, and I still remember specifically, I had class, university, two class in the morning, I went bus to the mall, bought the album, at, at the time, oh, now I'm blanking, what, what did Sunrise Records used to be called? Um, HMV? HMV. Yeah, okay, nice. HMV, bought the album, brought it down... <laughs> To my basement, listened there, and I was just blown away. That's a, a classic from day one. You're talking about no skips on an album. That's an album, probably the only album, that I don't mind listening to the skits on this album. As the skits yeah. are actually intertwined, or they're part of the songs themselves. Either at the beginning or yeah. at the end of each song, or in the middle in some of them. And I think it's one of the best debut albums of all time. Um, just the storytelling, his wordplay, the different voices and flows that he uses. Love the voices. Just every, like the album opener sets the tone with the atmospheric, narrative, crazy lyricism all at once to get you in the mood of like the journey you're about to embark on on this album. You're going to follow this high school kid on his crazy nights and days. Um, it's just unbelievable. Mad City is a rager that a lot of artists play at their own shows just to get the crowd going. Then there was Swimming Pools, which was, that was the jam at like every pre-drink, basically everyone was bumping to that song. There was um, like Backseat Freestyle, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, one of my favorite songs is a kind of a random song, but The Art of Peer Pressure. It's a sleeper song on the album, I think. There's uh, Money Trees, the classic. I don't know, I could name them all. Like, Sing About Me, Dying of Thirst. Like, who? what other artist can put a 13-minute song, song on their debut album and it still flies by? You're not skipping a second of it. You're listening to the end. And I think that's the test. That's the, um, the sign that... Kendrick's album is a masterpiece in that there are no songs that you want to skip and there are a lot of ambitious songs on the album. A lot of songs that are longer than five minutes, which you rarely see artists do that, especially on their first album, let alone on any album. So, yeah. Um, unbelievable album. I think uh, that he should have won the Grammy for best album. Definitely best rap album that year. I remember watching the Grammys there. I couldn't believe that he didn't win for that, but anyways. Yeah, that was, no, that wasn't right. <laughs> no, no, no. No, unacceptable. I love this album also. Like, I agree with everything you said. Um, Swimming Pools is the first song I heard, and then I heard Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, and I was like, I'm just going to go buy this album. Like, I really like it, and it was way more than I thought that it was going to be like it, it's unreal I'm so happy that I that I bought the full album just based on those two songs um Money Trees is so good like it's one of my favorite songs um 
But like you said, like I don't skip any songs. Mm-hmm. I, this is another unskippable for me. Um, and like I love the different voices. I love when rappers have like different like characters. Like you know, like his like alien kind of voice. I call it the like alien voice. I love when they like switch up like that. I think that's why I liked Pink Friday so much too, because yeah. Nikki did that too. She did like like different characters and it keeps it so interesting and like it it adds something more to just like a flu switch up uh anyways so love this album i think that rolling stone like really like the disrespect that <laughs> they had <laughs> so they put it at number 66 what? for the decade okay for the decade I, Still. That's unreal to me. No, that's that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, offended. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would be personally offended too. <laughs> Definitely a top ten, in my top five, in my opinion. Like, how are you gonna do sixty six? Like, they ranked Cardi B higher than. Oh like, this my is god, dude, that's a joke. <laughs> I know. So, but for me, like, twenty twelve was a really good year. Like, when I looked at the albums I wrote down, really, really good year overall for music, but it wasn't even... Like, I didn't even look at any of the other albums. I was like, no, this is... This is it. Like, yeah. it's no competition. It's the best. Agreed. The best and my favorite. Agreed. Um, so this is where I start to get random here with my taste in music, but I will... I'll just list off the albums that I absolutely loved um channel orange by frank ocean yep fantastic um, number two there's an album called uh blunderbuss by jack white which if you've never heard uh this album i would strongly recommend it's very experimental and um jack white uh former member of the white stripes first solo project really fucking good okay, um right miguel miguel Kaleidoscope Dreams, a very underrated album, um, overlooked many times. It's a fantastic album. Lana Del Rey's first album, Born to Die. I love this album. I think it's her best album. Um, And she's released a lot of stuff. I love this album. And um, Rihanna, unapologetic. unapologetic. Mm. I love Rihanna. If I could be another person it would be rihanna i think <laughs> i think she is my beyonce yeah she's just she's perfect and all her music is amazing that's that's one of her best albums unapologetic with diamonds um so yeah those are my my honorable mentions um and yeah this year adele won for for the best album so adele 21 so i guess if it was between kendrick and adele and adele won i mean you you did lose to like a real contender, you know, mm. but um, still dis- disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Good picks, like Channel Orange. I, I I had it as number two for sure, and I've only discovered, like I said, I found out about Frank Ocean after listening to Watch the Throne, but I never really took the time to listen to his music, and I actually only le- heard Channel Orange in its entirety last year for the first time, which is might be crazy to some people, but. And it is actually going back because the album's incredible. And I'm very happy I got to listen to Channel Orange and Blonde in succession, not having to wait for his next album, 
which is where I find myself now in being excited for his next album. Hopefully we get something from this year. But yeah, if you haven't heard Channel Orange by Frank Ocean, I definitely recommend. My next honorable mention was, I mentioned Mac Miller's Blue Slide Park of 2011, which I loved personally as an album, but it did get a lot of heat. And Mac wanted to prove people wrong in that, in like shaking the party rapper um, moniker that he had adopted. So he wanted to show people that he could actually rap and be a lyrical artist. So he dropped a mixtape called Macadelic, which just got added to streaming services not too long ago and is one of my favorite Mac projects where he snaps on all these songs just with crazy wordplay, experimental flows, going over more spacey, atmospheric beats which I love, and like, it definitely a, a 180 from Blue Slide Park, like, songs like Thoughts from a Balcony, The Question, which is probably one of my favorite Mac songs of all time with Lil Wayne, that's a classic, um, Desperado, there's, um, oh, it's not a song I want to mention, Ignorant, uh, and Aliens Fighting Robots, huge sleeper song, if any of you know this song, like hopefully you also appreciate that song. It's so good. So check out Macadelic if you haven't heard it. Those would be my two picks for 2012. Alien versus Robot? It's such a random song, but I love it. And it's, um yeah, Aliens versus Robots. It's a pretty sweet song. I'm going to listen to it because I actually haven't listened to everything Mac Miller. And I do really like Mac Miller, so I'll, I'll take a listen. Great project. So do you want to kick us off for 2013? Sure. I have a feeling that we may have, maybe, the same pick. Okay. Let's um, see it. I'm, I picked Childish Gambino because of the internet. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, we both actually saw him live together. Great show. Uh, and it was this show, the, the Because of the Internet show. Um I really, I, I was struggling, honestly, between picking um, him, and I had him and Beyonce as my my top two, and um, when I re-listened to, to both of them, the, the choice was clear for me that it was Gambino. Um, this album has songs like World Star, uh, The Worst Guys, uh, Oakland, Telegraph Avenue, Sweatpants, 3005. Like, there's such great songs. And this, the style is so different. He's always been very different. I think he's such an artist. And his lyrics are um, very, very different as well. Like, a little bit more more deep i guess you could say um so he's he's just such an interesting artist i'll i'll continue to follow him forever i love this album um yeah that's that was my pick okay so because the internet i, I love that album and that show that you you're you talked about there I, it's one of my favorite shows ever there the blues fest 2014 childish gambino i thought he was super hungry at that time still he was on the cusp and like just starting really to establish himself as a legitimate rapper. Whereas before, yeah. like his previous album Camp, which I really love, didn't get that much acclaim and people were kind of clowning him for that album. So he came back with, and I just looked it up, like an album that did not get good reviews at all, but I also loved because the internet, all the songs you listed there are classic. 
And um, I think the only thing is that separated this album and my pick for the year is that as you get onto the later songs of the album, it kind of dips in quality, in my opinion. But I, I love the album overall. So my pick no, for... The second half of the album, you're totally right. It's not as amazing. Um, but yeah, again, when I compared it to, to Beyonce, like she also had songs on her album that I was like, oh, I skipped so many songs that yeah. like to me, I was like, between those two, I'm going with Gambino. So. No, it's a, it's a great pick yeah. for sure. It was my, yeah, number, number two for that year. So my pick after a long uh, build up here, is another Mac Miller project, Watching Movies with the Sound Off. I thought you were going to pick that one. I had it written down um, as a mention, but I was like, you know what? This is Iggy's pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th this is an incredibly underrated album that finds Mac in some of his dark days, like I said, on taking what he did on Macadelic even further and experimenting with abstract production, of which... He actually contributed into, he produced five songs on this album, which is the first time on any official project that he released music that he made the beats to. So like I said, on Macadelic, he wanted to alleviate any doubt that he could really rap on this album. He takes it one step further and drops an extremely deep album that I don't think gets enough praise at all. And I would strongly, strongly recommend to anyone who's looking for some lyrical, lyrically heavy content album that flows from start to finish. The album opener, The Star Room, is one of my favorite songs by Mac. It's a pretty dark song, but like his wordplay and the production make it an easier listen because he's rapping about real stuff, like just struggling with where he's at in life, his addiction problems, wondering how his parents feel about him and stuff. Like That's stuff that a lot of people can relate to. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I I relate to that and all those elements there, but like it's some heavy stuff like questioning who he is and stuff, and like I like that in music. And then um, like one of my favorite songs ever by Mac is on this album called Red Dot Music, which is an extremely lyrical album. It's again like an eerie banger with the action Bronson as a feature. Great song if you haven't heard it, check it out. Objects in the Mirror is another song that's he's rapping basically about his girlfriend and it's just a great love song yeah it's an overall really good album and on this one he really raps about the loss that he's experienced one of his good friends who he had actually lost contact with passed away in the process of recording this album and he raps about his friend on the song um, remember so um yeah it's definitely a I don't, like no one talks about this album and in a pretty strong 2013 year, but like you said, all my picks for these albums are rap except one year. So um, not much diversity, but like in this, a strong year that was 2013, Mac Miller had my favorite album of the year. And, and obviously there might be a little bit of bias in there, but I do think it's one of his best albums that anyone could listen to and enjoy, even if you're not a rap fan. And I think like, and like correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I think Mac Miller really, like, started rapping and, like, creating that style of, like, just, like, rapping about really, like, dark stuff. Because if you look at the music that, like, 
is coming out now of like recent rappers and like the the new kind of wave it's it is very dark and like they talk about uh subjects that aren't easy and i think mac miller was one of the people that probably like is very inspiring for a lot of new new age rap so um a lot of a lot of respect and i i love that album too i had it written down i really liked it uh, as well, and I like his rapping style. He's really cool. Yeah, rap Mac was sick, and he he is like even though he he passed away at twenty six, he wasn't like an idol and an inspiration for many of the new rappers nowadays. Like you said, when he passed away, like almost every rapper in the game, like, the younger ones especially, even some older than yeah. him, cited him as being. There, um, like the first beat they ever rapped on was one of his songs, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza, which is one of my favorite Mac songs. Is a song that I've seen even a few days ago. Um, a rapper who's not extremely well known, CJ Fly, said that the first rap song he ever recorded was over Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza. And he's old, I know he's a year younger than Mac, but still, I mean, he's been an inspiration to many and will continue to be, really. Yeah. Um, I don't have much for mentions for, uh, this year, um, so 2013, um, so Mumford and Sons won for Best Grammy, or sorry, Best Album, the Grammy, (laughs) (laughs) they won for the Grammy, oh my god, they won the Grammy for Best Album that year, Um, I already mentioned Beyonce. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, this this Beyonce album I'm referring to has uh, uh, "Drunken Love," uh, "Flawless" on it, like just really awesome. I think I think it's Beyonce's best album. A lot of people disagree with that, but um, my other mentions were a group called Disclosure. Uh, you might know them from their song "Latch," which, yeah. which was huge. That was a classic. And then uh, Lord, I really liked Lord's uh debut album um that's another one i wanted to throw out there um yeah okay so yeah i only wrote down a couple honorables for this year too there was acid rap by chance the rapper which was the project that really mm-hmm. put him on the map for like 90 percent of the people who know his music now discovered him from that mixtape and i thought it was amazing that was the one i think yeah. that most sites had as like the best album of the year that and yeezus which I'll say on record is a pile of garbage, but that's just my opinion. Um, that was, and actually, so Yeezus and J. Cole dropped an album on the same day that Mac dropped watching movies with the sound off. And to me, Mac's album was the best one out of all three. You won't hear many people say that, but that's my pick. And I, I like Born Sinner a lot, but Yeezus I could not get into. I've never heard from start to finish. I always get out of it. At like track eight tops if I last. Mm. Holy. Anyways, that that's it for and there's another album actually called Old by Danny Brown, who I got to see at Oshiega. He's a really weird experimental rapper. He uses a lot of different voices. And that's one of the things that some people don't necessarily love about him is that his voices can be off-putting. I find them sick. He has a super deep voice and then can switch it up to an extremely high pitch like nasally voice. If you're looking for some really different rap music, Old was one of the best rap albums of 2013. Okay. I have never listened to it, so news to me. Sweet album. 
a lot of good albums came out in 2014. And I, I'll list off my honorables first, just to say what they are, and then I'll get into my answer. This is not a well-known album, I don't think. So albums I loved in 2014 were Pinata by Freddie Gibbs, Run the Jewels 2 by um, Run the Jewels a group, Faces by Mac Miller, 2014 Forest Hill Drive by J. Cole, Days Before Rodeo by Travis Scott. So that those are my honorables. I won't really get into any of them, but my pick for 2014 is an album called Sylvia Demo by Isaiah Rashad. Mm. So he's a rapper who's signed to the label Top Dog Entertainment. It's the same label that Kendrick is on. And okay. he actually kind of reminds me of Kendrick Lamar. It's super chill music. For me, it brings me back to university days where I would stay up really late always listening to this album. And I had to make sure this was my pick for the year because I looked up in iTunes. It's an album I've listened to over like 70 times in iTunes. Super okay. chill, lyrical stuff. You can listen to this for any mood, really. There's some good workout music on there, just good chill music, driving music, study music. And it, it's an overall amazing album that introduces whoever listened to this album to the promising rapper that is Isaiah Rashad. Like I said, he reminds me kind of of Kendrick. And I'm surprised he hasn't taken a step forward since dropping this album in 2014. He has released another album called The Sun's Tirade, which was a really well-received album. Like It got critical praise. I liked Sylvia Demo more. So now I'm really excited for his next project, which I hope puts him more on the map. And um, if by the third song you're not into this album, it just might not be for you. But I think it's an amazing album that has a lot of different styles and just showcases this young rapper's lyrical ability to make catchy songs and some intricate lyrical songs, chill songs, like smoke songs, whatever. Like There's something for everybody on this album. And I think if you're looking for new rap music for any genre, except for trap, like if you're just into like... Um, mumble rap like this definitely isn't for you but if you're into some lyrical chill stuff Isaiah Rashad Sylvia Demo that's my pick Sylvia I'm definitely going to give it a listen I've never heard of him um, but I am, I like anything that has the word chill involved that's so cool. I will definitely listen um, I thought that we would have the same pick this year and I was wrong <laughs> But I went, <laughs> I gave it to J. Cole. I love Forest Hills Drive. Um, I just listened to it today. It's the second time I've uh, listened to it in the past week. Um, I'm really glad that we're doing this because it gave me a chance to really, like, look back at music that I loved so much. Um, just, like, referring back to my car statement from earlier, this <laughs> album lasted a really long time in Mazda, let me tell you. <laughs> I love, love, love Drive. I love this album so much. Um, a Tale of Two Cities. Bang. No Role Models. Fire Squad. St. Tropez. I love this. I just love this album so much. I just find, like, it has such a good... Um, good vibe overall. Um, 
lyrics are fantastic. His rap style is fantastic. I've, yeah, I've, I really loved this album a lot. Um, so, yeah, I gave it to J. Cole. Um, so, f- as far as... So, the, the winner of the Grammy for Album of the Year was Daft Punk that year. Uh, for, I think it's Random Access Memories. I think that's what the the album is. Yeah, I think so. Um, which was a good album. I, I mentioned it also. Um, I have a couple couple other mentions. Um, Ed Sheeran, uh, his album Multiply. Um, is, it's the one with Shape of You. It's really good. Uh, Ed Sheeran, I got a chance to see... Uh, live and it was one of the most impressive concerts i've ever been to it was really amazing um so yeah a lot of lot of respect for ed uh he's a he's a real artist um i also really like pharrell's album uh girl mm-hmm, yeah i really like an album called aquarius it's by uh tina shea which a lot of people know for the song two on um, but the whole album is really great. Uh, it's got, again, like, I'm going to mention this a lot, but it's got a good vibe. I really <laughs> like, I like the vibe of this album a lot. Um, and I, I mentioned Lana Del Rey again, uh, Ultraviolence. Um, it's, it's not a, it's, it's a mood. Like, it's not an album you're going to want to listen to all the time. You kind of start to get, like, a little depressed, but, um, her style and uh it's it's a good album um that's all my picks for for 2014 yeah solid picks and like 2014 looking back i agree 100 percent. me too i loved going back and listening to these albums just to make sure that those were the picks and it just brought me back to like exactly just like you described it specific memories and stuff 2014 four cell drive is my favorite album of j cole's I yeah. think, I don't know if you'll ever make an album as good as this. Like you said, all the songs you listed are amazing. I love, I throw January 28th is probably one of my favorites on that album, but Fire Squad is a low-key banger on that album. Doesn't yeah. get Doesn't get talked about enough. I know, it's really good. I, I, I'm telling you, like, I, I, I like other J. Cole albums. Um, since Forest Hills, uh, I haven't been as much in love with his music um but i yeah i just love that album so much i think i think it's amazing and i understand why um j cole's fans are so intense i get it (laughs) (laughs) he really like gave them something incredible with this album so yeah love it all right so you want to give us your 2015 pick I think we should say it at the same time. So, actually switched up. I don't think we have the same one. No! Okay. Um, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I give it to Kendrick again for To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, Close second. I love... I just love Kendrick so much. This is another... I, I think... Honestly, on the real, I think I had this album in my car for an entire year. I did not change it. I'm not joking. I I listened to it from start to finish. 
It's another unskippable for me. Uh, some of the best songs for me are songs that you probably don't even know unless you're like a real, real fan. Um, but uh, overall, uh, this album was named number three, by the way, by Rolling Stone. Um, I think that the themes of it are are a lot deeper like the what he chose to rap about it's it's very special and meaningful and i think a lot of rappers fail to 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 get that reaction from people um so this album is really special and um i gave it yeah best of 2015 favorite of 2015 um yeah great album okay so initially i was gonna pick this as my favorite of 2015 too but then, for exactly the reasons that you just listed before talking about this album, I couldn't put it as number one because I listened to this album, like, for years, years on end in the Versa. Whenever, whatever song I was at when I'd get in the car, I would just keep going, and when the album was done, I would restart it. The album yeah, in question... So, what I'm talking about is Rodeo by Travis Scott. Okay. So... Okay. To I'll just say for sure, To Pimp a Butterfly is the best album that dropped in 2015, 100%. It's better than Rodeo. But to me, I've listened to Rodeo so many times that I can't say it's not my favorite of 2015. I've listened to To Pimp a Butterfly a lot as well, but not nearly as much. Like, I don't have the album, a physical copy. If I did have it in my car, I probably would play it more than Rodeo. But that was not the case for me. It's um, Travis Scott's debut album. I was extremely excited for this album because I knew of him for a few years now. I listened to Days Before Rodeo a lot, which was also one of my favorites from 2014. If you've never heard that mixtape by Travis, check it out. Some of his best work. But then the expectations were so high for Rodeo and he blew me out of the park with this one. From the album opener, he just sets the tone for what kind of rap this is going to be. Some dark vibes experimental which i love like i've already mentioned like for almost every album this year uh, this uh, podcast the atmospheric production there are so many beat switches on this album which he was doing in when he recorded this it was in 2014 2015 where rappers in 2018 19 20 now have finally adopted his beat making style and have imitated travis's song composition style like the song, the second song, Oh My This Side, is one of my favorite songs on the album, which also introduced me to Quavo from the Migos, obviously, is one of the, yeah. like one of Quavo's best songs ever. If you've never heard Oh My This Side, check it out ASAP. It, he snaps on this, and the chemistry between the two rappers is unbelievable. I'll get into that later on for one of my other picks. But there are no skips for me on this album, which is why it's my favorite because i've listened to it on repeat so many times 90210 nightcrawler impossible i can tell okay all right apple pie maria <laughs> maria i'm drunk justin bieber amazing feature like i love that song it's a great album i i mentioned it i just wanted to throw it out there it's a great album i discovered it much later i'm a very late i guess travis scott fan Cause I only listened to it when I was about to go see him. Um, but I'm so happy I did. I think Rodeo is a great pick. I actually think it's a great pick. Cause I, 
Also have the physical copy. Let's go. Also listen to it for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, no, it's a great pick. I, I won't deny. I like that album. I'll, I'll say the only song I don't love is Piss on Your Grave. I think that song was a mistake. <laughs> but I don't mind it. I actually don't mind it. The, I think it has some hype factor. Um, and like, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> so what I like about that I song... What, sorry? I was going to say, I know my mom is going to be very upset <laughs> about me liking a song called Piss on Your Grave. But like... It's good. I can't deny. I like it. Uh, anyways, agree to disagree. I like the beat and Travis's verse, but I think Kanye ruins the song, which is just comes back full circle to my he. That was the peak of his rapping abilities was in 2011. But anyways, <laughs> that that's the pick. To Pimple right. Butterfly, though, like I said already, is definitely the best album of that year. A hundred percent. I love that album. I can't. I listened to it before doing this podcast just to make sure if this makes any sense that it's my number two. But it is incredible. Like if you haven't heard "To Pimp a Butterfly" by Kendrick, you're you're slacking. I don't know what to tell you. It's one of the great album, greatest albums of all time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just too good. How can you not? I don't it, understand. Everyone should love that album. They should. So actually, that's a year that Taylor Swift won. I mean, it might have been the year after, depending on how they did the Grammys there, but Taylor Swift won Album of the Year over Kendrick for this album, which is it makes no sense. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift won, I guess they, they, they were nominated in 2016, but Taylor Swift did win um, over to Pimp and over Lemonade, which a lot of people were like, it was huge controversy, but... Um, 1989, I, like, I haven't listened to any Taylor Swift albums, but it's, it's possibly her best work, but I still don't think it's deserving over something as so deep as To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, Taylor Swift's songwriting, I'm sorry I'm about to offend a lot of fans, but, like, it's so cheap, and, like, (laughs) just, no, I don't think that it's, it's deserving over the masterpiece that is to pimp a butterfly. You're crazy if you if you want to fight me on that. I'm sorry. So. No, I agree 100%. <laughs> um, my other mentions for the, the 2015 year, I'll just say them quickly. Um, we, we just talked about them briefly. Justin Bieber, uh, Purpose. I love that album. I think it's his best album. Um, it has Sorry on it. Um, it has... Uh, what do you mean? Um, where are you now? Like it's it's a great great album and uh, I like it. Um, my other two are um, this is uh their their first releases for both uh Bryson Tiller mm. Trap Soul okay. and uh, Fetty Wap. I loved Fetty Wap. I love the entire album. If you haven't given the whole album a, a chance, if you've only know Trap Queen, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. Like it's he's got a beautiful voice. I think he's underrated. Um, I'm sad that there hasn't been more of him after that release, but um, yeah, that's my two picks. Okay, nice. 
So me for 2015, I had obviously To Pimp a Butterfly at number two. Then another album I recently discovered by Tame Impala. So switching it up from rap here on you is called Currents, which Tame Impala, if I had to describe his style, is really alternative experimental electronic music. Do you know Tame Impala's music? Stop. No. No. Super chill. I, I, this is great music for me, especially to work out to. I find it's like just got some chill, but like, I don't know. You're just buzzing to the electronic vibes. It's just cool. And he dro actually dropped an album this year, which I want to talk about later. But um, Tame Impala, Currents, I would definitely recommend. And then there's ASAP Rocky's second album, At Long Last ASAP, which is one of my favorites of that year. I found that he outdid himself tremendously. Then on his first album, which I enjoyed a lot, but I found his second album to be much better. And um, I would definitely recommend ASAP Rocky, just throwing it out there. One of my favorite shows I've ever seen. The energy at his show was unbelievable. And this was like in 2014 that I saw him. Or 2013, I mean. So, ASAP is a, a sleeper artist, I feel like. And I would love to hear a new album from ASAP this year, especially. I love his music. How about you, Saf? I don't know ASAP too much. I only know his like his big songs. Um, I, I don't know a lot of the, the stuff that you mentioned. But I will give Tame Impala... A listen for sure. That sounds like up my alley. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll check it out. All right, good choice. So for 2016, me, it's um, following a similar narrative that I had with 2015 is Travis Scott's follow-up album, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. So mm -hmm. this is another album. It's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. I clearly remember where I was when I listened to it for the first time. I was leaving work early because we got the okay from the supervisor. It's all good. Working construction back in the day. Anyways, I digress. So I was driving home. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was previewing the album on his Dot Wave radio um, channel on Apple Music Radio. So I rushed to get home, got down in the basement, Played it down. Zach and I were listening at the same time, and he was kind of talking about talking about every song, giving a preview of what it was like to record it beforehand. And that album just brings me back to when I was living in the UK in 2016. That was the soundtrack for the end of my summer, and then, like I said, just living in the UK. That's the music. I feel like if people who I lived with back in the day in the UK would remember me by would be by that album because I played it all the time every single pre-drink we had and it's one of my favorite five song runs on any album I I could struggle to think of an album that would match this run of songs from the ends to way back coordinate through the late night beebs in the trap those are the first five songs on the album they're absolutely incredible they flow seamlessly from one to the next all bangers, they're like, I feel like I just keep saying this, but dark atmospheric beats, I wouldn't skip a single song on this album. And that's another, again, if I looked in my iTunes, it's the album I listened to the most in 2016, which had a lot of strong albums that I'll list a few of them later on. But there is Goosebumps, which is another classic song. And it mm -hmm. this album propelled Travis from aspiring 
or promising rap star to really superstar. Everyone knew who Travis Scott was. And by the time his next album dropped, Astroworld, like, he had no notoriety and, like I said, superstar status, career-defining album, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, unreal album. I think um, there's a lot of pressure for artists in their second album. Like, the the continuation of what they've started, like, it's it's a really important album, and I, I think that it's a great album as well. I, I also listened to it, again, much later than the average person. I think it's really cool that you had the experience to, like, hear him talk about every song. Like, I'm so interested in, like, how artists, like, create their work and, like, the deeper meaning to their songs. Um, so that's really, that's cool that you got to to experience that as a fan of his um my 2016 pick and this is where i take a total left turn from all the rap that i've talked (laughs) about so far um i'm a big metallica fan um they released an album called hardwired to self-destruct um the title says it all um if you're able to just like imagine what what that means to you, um, it's a they touch they touch a lot on uh, like a, a a view of society that's just it's really interesting. Um, but I I think that Metallica has some of the best rock songs of all time. Um, really like the biggest like hype songs in the world. Um, and that will go down in history. And I think that this album, like they could have released this album and been called Hasbins, but it it is hard. It is so good. Um, the first six songs are complete bangers, and they're hype songs, and they're all incredible. Um, Moth into a Flame is what you might know. Um, it's, uh, it's their, their single that they released for that album, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really great if you like, if you like metal. It was a big rock year overall for me. Like, a lot of the, the albums that I, uh, wrote down were rock-based, um, but this was my pick, and, um, I, I remember, like, a memory I have of it is they... They were going to perform, I think, either the Grammys or the VMAs. I don't remember what show it was, but um, they were going to uh, perform with Lady Gaga. And uh, to me, I was like, that is insane. Like, that is crazy. I need to watch this. I was losing my mind over it. I was like, yo, Metallic Gaga, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I was so so pumped um and yeah it was it was crazy it was crazy they did they performed moth into a flame and like it's i I just really love this album i think more people should listen to it if you haven't listened to it it's it's really good um and the artwork is dope i'm just gonna throw it out there like i love i think metallica has probably some of the most epic artwork um yeah that is intense artwork yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um big fan big 
fan. Um, my other, if my other mentions were um, uh, Rihanna again. She took a different direction in her album Anti, which uh, Rolling Stone named. It was number twenty-five on their list, so that's pretty high rank. Um, and then I had a couple other rock picks. So if you know a day to remember, uh, their album Bad Vibrations is really good. It's a little more. Uh, screamy kind of rock if you're into that and um, also Billy Talent released Afraid of Heights I think it's a really really good album overall um, and I was able to see everyone that I've named except Metallica live by the way um, oh, nice. everyone fantastic every single person that I've named fantastic um, and then I, I, I threw Drake out there but like Drake to me is like it's an obvious, like, every every album that he puts out is fire, so I, I just, like, <laughs> just expect that Drake is on the list, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I was actually going to mention that in that um, loyal, a friend of the program, Justin Mocktinger, listed Views as one of, like, his album for 2016. That's what he mentioned that we could talk about. So Okay. Views is great. Um, it, it has... He, he brings, like, new kind of beats to the table and views. Um, like, Madiba Rhythm, I love that song. Um, uh, I think Views has the song Nine on it. I don't know. He has, like, he has hard songs, and he has, like, singing songs. It's just, Drake can do no wrong in my eyes. And Views is up there as um, one of my favorite albums of his. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree, sir. It's a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite song on that album is Pop Style, actually. And if you've heard the song, the version of it with Kanye and Jay-Z, which is not the one that's featured on the album, that one is better in my opinion, not only, obviously, because you have Kanye and Jay-Z on there as well, but it's, the song itself is just an absolute banger. Pop Style and I like Grammys. One Dance was catchy. I thought it was, like, it's a long album, like, 20 songs is an aggressive amount of songs, but, you know, like, like you said, it's Drake, he knows what the people want to hear. Yeah, he's got it down. Uh, just quickly, a couple honorables for me, like I said, 2016 was a really good year for rap, um, the album Blank Face LP by Schoolboy Q is an amazing album, um, underrated gangster rap classic i think in the new age and run the jewels three by the group run the jewels that i mentioned from 2014 i got to see them live as well in 2015 before this album was released but definitely all their albums are classic underground lyrical rap if you're looking for some intense lyricism and just they, they actually do rap over like metal metallic and rock production so i think that's a, a cool group to check out if you're looking for some different kind of rap so those would be my two and actually malibu by um anderson pock is an amazing mm. album i like anderson pock he is super funky like i like his music very unique style like, mm -hmm. whenever he's featured on a song it's like the artist that featured Anderson Pock on their song is the featured artist. Like there's an Anderson <laughs> Pock sound right away, and you know what you're getting into. He takes control of the song. He actually I saw him at Blues Fest as well. He put on a sick show, 
that actually got interrupted because it rained but then came back when the rain started to die down but it was still raining and he put on a, a sweet show during the rain so that's a cool memory i have of seeing anderson pock live yeah it's really awesome when artists like really come through like that so good on you for keep going even though it's raining that's awesome yeah so do you want to kick us off for 2017 with 2017 this this was like not I, I couldn't find something that I was like completely in love with um just because and and this might be like the, a controversial pick just because the album so the album was released in 2016 okay. but then won the best album in 2018 um but the majority of the singles off this album were released in 2017 and that's why i went with uh bruno mars 24k magic um i think that he has one of the best voices in pop i think he's incredibly talented um and like i would love he's like really high on my list for people that i need to see live i need to see him I need to see a show by him. It, it, I just need to. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, featuring the song 24K Magic, which is my go-to for weddings. Lights um, out. Request number one, 24K Magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chunky, that's what I like. Versace on the floor. Finesse. It's a great album. Um, it has a retro vibe to it. Too. I really, I love this album. It's it's fantastic. Um, it just makes you happy. It makes you want to dance. That's my pick. Yeah, no, those are all great reasons and great songs that you listed there. Like I said, I've never heard the whole album in its entirety, but all those singles were absolute bangers. And yeah, all definitely good vibes for weddings, for sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah, just a fun time. Okay, and we all need that. So, me, I, I hesitated between two albums. I would want to give a tie, but I'd be lying if I said that this one album wasn't the, the favorite by a smidge. It's um, Culture by Migos. So, yeah. this album definitely represented my 2017 year. It was my soundtrack for literally everything. So, partying celebrate celebrating stuff travels and just like literally i listen to this album from when it dropped to the end of the year and onwards say what you will about migos this album will go down as a trap classic and since it dropped it's been a formula that's been imitated by almost every mumble rapper or street rapper but has never been replicated so with this album, we basically have the three Migos rapping at the height of their abilities before Quavo became oversaturated, before, when Takeoff was still underrated, and Offset basically tore every verse apart. So I was super lucky and I'm super happy that I can say I've seen this full album be performed live at Blues Fest in 2017 when they're at the height of their stardom really. And that album literally changed the culture for Blues Fest because since their show, there's been a selective process with the artists that Blues Fest invites to the show. So they kind of ruined it for the rap um, oh portion of uh, Blues Fest. But 
Migos will never make a better album than this. And that being said, I'm okay with it because, and I, I listened to Culture this morning again, still timeless. It brings me back to when the album dropped, I was in Germany with my mom, listening to the album on the balcony, just buzzing to this album. And like, it's it's 100% my favorite album of the year. So the other album I was leaning towards was Damn by Kendrick, which I think is an amazing album. If I had to, this might be crazy, if I had to rank Kendrick's album, I would put Damn ahead of To Pimp a Butterfly personally. It would be my number two and then Good Kid, Mad City number one. Damn, I feel like is a more accessible album. It's just raw and easy listen. I, and that being said, I love To Pimp a Butterfly, but I think Damn has more catchy songs. There are a lot of bangers. Like DNA is an absolute slapper. And like Element, even Ya, which is a song that gets criticized a lot. I don't have the full track list in front of me there, but Damn is a close second to Culture. But I listen to Culture way too much. And like I said, it's my soundtrack of the year, so I can't go against it. Um, I wasn't able to love Damn as much as I wanted to. Uh, but I will agree with you that the songs that are good are really good. Like, they go real hard. DNA, I love Loyalty. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Humble is one of his best songs so but i couldn't i couldn't pick it just because i don't i don't know the whole album it's it didn't speak to me as much as his other two um i just have a few quick mentions and it's not necessarily because i loved their albums that year it's just people that um kind of like came onto the scene and um i want to hear more uh so greta van fleet um, oh yeah not a really uh Similar Led Zeppelin sound, um, and they were huge. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for more. Um, SZA, uh, uh, All the Stars is like made me so in love with her. Um, and again, it's another Kendrick like <laughs> feature, but um, such a great song. Um, so I'm excited for more from SZA. Ed Sheeran had another good album. Drake had another good album. Calvin Harris had a fun album. Um, but yeah, that's that's my mentions for for 2017. But it, it was Adele that won again for for album of the year. Um, not my favorite. I have listened to it, but um, I guess the people love Adele. What yeah, can I the say? people do love Adele. When the yeah. sky falls. <laughs> so. You mentioned a few albums that were also on my list, like Divide by Ed Sheeran was actually the homie Chevy's pick for 2017, texted in. Okay. So that yeah. was that was his album, great album, 100%. Um, More Life by Drake is probably one of my favorite albums of Drake's. It's, I'd have to look at all his albums in front of me right there, but I'd put it in top five for sure. More Life I found was a... A super groovy album just had great summer anthems that you could just yeah. chill outside to. Like Portland was one of my favorite songs on there with mm -hmm. Travis Scott and Quavo. But just like even like Passion Fruit was a great song. Um, a few others I'm blanking on names there, but it, that's a great album. And another one I want to mention is the debut album by the once One Direction star Harry Styles by Harry Styles. <laughs> 
So that that's I don't even know how I stumbled on this album. No one recommended it to me in 2017. I just saw it. Like, yeah, I'll check it out. I, maybe I had seen reviews that it was actually a, a solid album. And I love this album. It's There's some good rock tunes on there. Some great singing, catchy songs. Like, if you've never heard the song Kiwi, I strongly recommend. That's a banger. Kiwi is good. No, that's a good song. Wow. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no one can resist Harry Styles. What can we say? Yeah, some, some good tunes for sure. So I really, um, I really like Zane's first album, also former One Direction uh, member. They're both very different styles, but if you haven't listened to it, it's it's really good. Um, now that I, I know you're open to the the One Direction world, nah, I'm keeping it to strictly Harry Styles for now. Maybe maybe I'll give Zane a listen. I don't know, but uh, give Zane a try. But yeah, that was the 2017, and there was like. Huncho Jack, which I've talked about a few times on this podcast now. I think it's a great album. Gets too much hate from the gusses of the world, but... Uh, Gets a lot of hate from the gusses, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is not a fan of Huncho Jack. I hope they make another one. That's Travis Scott and Quavo together. Amazing album. Like, anyways, I've talked about it enough. It's, it's all good. So you want to move on to 2018? Let's do it. Okay. So my pick for 2018 was, if you were, you'll recall my episode with the homie Cameron Latimer on um, our favorite hip-hop albums of 2018. I had this album at number three. It now moves up to my number one. And I'm actually wearing the shirts from this artist, one of my favorites that I've mentioned a few times by now. It's Mac Miller's final album that he released when he was alive, Swimming. So. Okay. I don't know, this album just hits different. In my opinion, it's his best album. It's concise. Every song just flows beautifully onto the next one. There's the perfect mix of singing and rapping. The, he found the fine balance between, that he's experimented on almost all of his albums from singing and rapping on this album. Like He just did it with this album. And... This is the album I listened to the most in 2018. Like, I, I made sure this was it again this morning. Um, this is an album I think anyone can listen to. Some of my favorite songs include Hurt Feelings, Self-Care, Ladders, Conversations Part 1, Jet Fuel, 2009, So It Goes, and I could have listed every other song as well. This is a No Skipsies album for me. I think Mac was only on to bigger and better things had he not passed away. And um, I remember getting the news that he had passed away just killed me. I was at two of my best friends' wedding, and uh, my mom, who graciously got the invite from my friends, came up to me. I was buzzing, too. She came up to me like, Mac Miller died. I'm like, what? It just sobered me up completely and like, ruined me. But I bounced back. I mean, I poured one for Mac. You know, it's all good. But... Uh, yeah, rest yeah, in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, one of my favorites all time, Mac Miller. That's for you, Mac Miller. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Cheers, Mac. Well, Mac Miller made the list a lot for you, so he was he was definitely one of your your number one artists. Um, yeah. Um, 
I thought we were going to have the same pick this year. Um, but, uh, so I, I listed actually in 2018, uh, my brother had done a, like a top five albums on Instagram for the new year, top five albums of the year. And I had not listened to this album at the time. So I didn't give it the spot and I'm mad that I did not because I'm, I'm changing my choices now. Um, I gave it to Astral World oh. um, by Travis Scott. I really, really like this album. Um, I like stargazing. I like Stop Trying to Be God. I like um, uh, I like Yosemite. I like every song on this. It's another that's like unskippable for me. It's really, really good. Um saw it live uh i I didn't think travis was good live i think the auto-tune world is a weird live i'm gonna just throw it out there um but the concept of the show was really really interesting um yeah i loved how he he brought astral world to life um it was really captivating it was really awesome i think but I think there was a lot of good music released in 2018. Um, so I I want to talk about Charlie Poos as a runner-up. If you haven't heard his album, uh, Voice Notes, I think it's very underrated. I think he is such a fantastic musician, very skilled musician. And I know a lot of people in the industry that aren't very skilled uh, people, so I'm just very impressed by him. Uh, so I would give him a chance if you haven't already. Um, and then I, I listed Ella May, which uh, I don't know if it's an R&B singer known for her song Buddha. But um, uh, the album is great overall, if you like R&B. Um, and then I mentioned Cardi quickly because Cardi is very present on my gym playlist. I think she has a lot of really good um, gym songs on that album. Uh, Bartier Cardi, some of one of my faves. Um, I think she got a lot of respect for Invasion of Privacy, so I I I like that album. I think she's good, and uh, also named Anderson Pock uh, for Oxnard. Oxnard, Oxnard. Anyways, Oxnard. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so, like I said, I had Swimming as my number three on the other podcast I did on the 2018 albums. Astro World was my number one back then. I still love it, but after a, a full year, really, I found myself listening to Swimming by Mac more than Astro World. I still love Astro World. I think that's a great... A lot of people will say that's Travis's best album. I don't know if I would say that, but it's amazing. Like, I'm glad you love Stargazing. I think that's an amazing album opener. And that's definitely a jam that I'll throw on, like, anytime I'm pre-drinking. Like, that's a, a banger. Just get the night going. So, um, Astro World's a sweet album. And it was my number two, like, in my honorable mentions. I had it right there. Another one I had was Vacation in Hell by Flatbush Zombies, which I've talked about a few okay. times on this pod. It's a sick yeah. album. 
Um, and another one that Cam actually mentioned on his list, which I hadn't heard at the time, but now I've been a real fan of his music, is the album Taboo by Denzel Curry, who I absolutely love his music now, and Taboo is an amazing album that dropped in 2018. No, I think 2018 was a, another year of like great music. For me, like 2012 and 2018 just like really stuck out for me. So Strong um, years. Strong years. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll kick it off for 2019. Um, yep. If anyone knows me well, this choice is very obvious. I gave it to Billie Eilish, my mm. girl. My homie, my best friend, my little sis. I love her so much. I love her so much. Like, she is, I just relate to her so much. And I know she's like way younger than me and she's like a kid. But um, I just, I really connect to her music. And I love, she has such a new style, which is like, it's very rare now that you get something like, so unique um, <laughs> um she was ranked number 31 on rolling stones list uh, i think that's that's accurate um this album is fantastic uh, it has so many hits um so bury a friend when the party's over um all the good girls go to hell zanny bad guy um her her music videos and her artistry is like crazy too. Like I'm, I'm really, it really like captures your attention. You can't look away. Like it's, it's really, it's cool. Um, I'm, I was scared for her because she did win. She won a, a album of the year. She won a lot of Grammys and that's, that's a lot of pressure to put on someone who's, 18 barely 18 um and i hope that she she's gonna thrive like i really hope that she continues to just deliver on this um but uh, her, as, for, as for her her debut album like it's it's fantastic it's it's one of my top picks um i'm a big fan love you bills yeah, I have I have not heard her album, but I know she like her and her brother just cleaned up at the awards. So good for yeah. them. Extremely impressive. What especially Billy like just killing the game at such a young age there. So I mm-hmm. that for sure merits a listen on my part and on everyone's part. I think we've all heard her on the radio, but from what I've heard and what you've said, there the whole album is just a, a new age classic. So I'll definitely yeah. have to check that one out. This is my only non-rap choice. I think I'll just preface by saying it was an overall pretty weak year for rap. There's a couple albums I really did like, and I considered putting them at number one. But my pick for 2019, which I kind of hinted at in 2017, is with Harry Styles' sophomore effort, Fine Line. (laughs) Yo, this album is unbelievable. I was extremely excited for this album to begin with because I really liked his album, his debut in 2017, and I had heard that his second album would be very experimental and that he'd be addressing different topics like the breakups he'd gone through, just dealing with struggling to find himself, experimenting with different like musical styles and stuff. It'd just be a different album. 
So I was I had high expectations for it going into it, and this album did not disappoint. It's the perfect mix. It was like a super late release in the year too, wasn't it? Like a December album. Like it's a, it's a December baby, and um, yeah, it's just the perfect mix of happy and sad songs throughout the concise twelve tracks. Tracks. So listening to these songs, a lot of them sounded familiar to me. And whenever I play this album around people, people say like, "Oh, is that that song by whoever?" Like. They'll name an artist and I'll just say, no, it's Harry Styles. They all, a lot of them have a familiar, almost classic tune, like you've heard them somewhere else, but they're all original musical composition. No samples on this album at all. And I'm not even kidding. Some of the songs on this album remind me of the Beatles, especially the song She. So Mm -hmm. I think the song Golden, to me, an album opener is huge. If you're not opening your album with an amazing intro song, you're doing it all wrong because that's your hook into an album. And Golden is the intro to this album, and it's a hell of an opener. It's like one of my favorite songs on the album. And then it segues into the somewhat divisive Watermelon Sugar, which I find is a great song. And all the other songs after that, like I'm not going to list every song, but some of them I love are Cherry, To Be So Lonely, She and fine line like those are some of my favorite songs on the album and i i really think that if you're um looking for some different music it's indie rock folk just some um, positive music and some sad music it harry styles fine line has it all that's my pick for 2019 and it's a a no-brainer really like I, i mentioned that there are other rap albums i might have considered but this is my favorite one and this is the one i'm listening to the most since it's been out i when i heard adore you i was like i need to listen to this album like that song is like i wish it had come out in the summer because it's a summer anthem you know like it's just so easygoing and so good yeah um that's awesome that you picked harry styles wow I know, surprising wow. myself and the world with that one. I know. <laughs> um, any other mentions? Yeah, so the the rap album I would have considered for number one is an album called Psychodrama by an artist called Dave. So, this is amazing album. Do you know this album? I think I, I think I might have heard a few songs, actually. Okay, so this is an up-and-coming UK artist. He's a rapper there, and it's um, it's an unbelievable debut album for an artist who's, he was, I think, 20 when this released. So, just some incredible storytelling. I'll actually, this now this is really giving it high praise, but it's the equivalent to a good kid Mad City, the UK version of a good kid Mad City, for an up-and-coming artist with introducing themes like just suicide and finding yourself struggling to fit into society, storytelling raps, and having some bangers every other every other song in there as well. So every every person I've recommended this album to has really loved it. And I actually have to give credit to the homie Dill who put me onto this album. It's an unbelievable <laughs> album. 
It's the best rap album, in my opinion. A few others included Bandana by Freddie Gibbs, who I had mentioned earlier in the episode. I think that's an unbelievable gangster rap album. Igor by Tyler the Creator, a really good album, um, very well put together. Some will contest that it's not really a rap album, but like we said, we're not really just honing in on just rap albums for this there, so that's a great album. And Zoo by Denzel Curry again. And actually, I'll give a rhythm and flow shout out to the homie Caleb Colossus. His EP called When Paint Smears is a great album. Check it out. Okay. Um, I have a few different mentions. Um, for me, just because this technically wasn't an album, I didn't pick it, but... Um, if you are a Wiz Khalifa fan and you have not listened to 2010, it is a collab album uh, from Wiz and Currency. It is so good. It is so good. So that's super up there for me. For sure. Um, yeah, I love that that uh, project. Um, I, I gave a shout out to Post Malone. Um, the first time I, I listened to his album, I was like kind of, disappointed um but i'm still listening to it today so i mean i'm that's a sign that it's a good album i, I can still still uh, enjoy it to this day and it's it's been a long time so i i do like hollywood is bleeding yeah um i'm excited to hear more from uh, summer walker and also lil nas x I'm like I'm down for more. I I'm excited to see what he creates next. Okay. Um, and then this one is it's an artist that you may not know, but that Gus and I are super about. Um, and he's called Burna Boy. Um, and it's very like African style rap. Uh, just good time beats. Um, yeah, his music's awesome and really good for like for parties and uh, I would recommend burn a boy give him a chance if, if you haven't heard um yeah that's I guess that's it for for the decade that's that's all my picks okay so burn a boy is actually on Dave's album he's on one song on his album I forget which song exactly but he does have a feature on there I think it's called location the song and he was okay. dope or whichever song he is featured on is a sweet feature. So we actually had another submission from the homie Young Z, Zach, my bro. He His yeah. album for 2019 was called Ceinture Noire Trans Transcendence, I guess. So okay. it's by an artist called Maitre Gims. And his reasoning was, you would listen to this album on bus trips from R.I.T., Love the fact that it's mostly a French album, which reminded me of Home. So, uh, which is that's awesome. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's so, I'm going to check out. I've heard Zach has played a few songs around me, and they've been great. So, that's definitely something to look to and check out for some French music, especially, which is something I definitely don't listen to. I don't know about you, Sam. I've been to listen to the occasional tune. Um, <laughs> don't know if you've heard of Blur Jeans Blur. Banger. Um, <laughs> so yeah, every once in a while 
it, it comes into my life and uh and we should we honestly we should listen to more french music we really should so ceinture noir transcendence maitre gims check it out So, yeah, no, a sweet decade. Actually, Zach also asked me if I could give what my favorite album of the whole decade was. Sav, would you have one that you could definitively choose for your favorite, if I'm asking you right now, or did you already prepare for this, favorite for the 2010s? Damn, I can definitely say that, um, like, my top three would be between, uh, Drake, Take Care, Kendrick, Good Kid, and probably Billie Eilish. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't pick from those three. I, I love all three of them. Um, yeah, that's that's my top three. I don't know if I can pick just one. Again, I'll, I respect the top three. I'll follow suit. I'll, uh, I'll put Good Kid as well in top three. And then it'll have to be the back and forth of 2016-2017 for mostly the memories and just what it makes me think of. Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, and Culture. Like The 2016-2017 albums really bring me back to distinct memories, so I can't say those aren't my favorites from the decade. So, And Good Kid is, I think, the best album of everyone I've listed, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that your top three is, it represents you perfectly. I think that's, that's accurate. I would agree. So for the 2020 music that's been released so far, I haven't really done any research on this there, but just off the top, is there anything that you've really been enjoying this year? And is there anything that you're looking forward to for this year's musically anyways? So for me, there's nothing that has been like, this is absolutely amazing. Um, so I, I listened to the new Bieber and I was slightly disappointed. I listened to the new Weekend, I was slightly disappointed. Um, I'm still trying to get through the new Childish Gambino. Um, I don't, I don't have anything that really pops out to me. Um, the song I've probably played the most, I can tell you this, is by um, a, a descendant of the great Bob Marley. Um, okay. It's called Slow Down, and it's uh, by Skip Marley featuring her. Um, I am looking forward to hearing more music from her. Uh, I think... I think she's really talented, um, but that song has been possibly the song I've listened to the most uh, this year so far. Um, off the top of my head, that's that's all I can really say for 2020. But I'm I'm looking forward. I'm going to be in this quarantine for a while, so I mean, people better bring it. Like, like give me some good music to <laughs> <Right>? listen to. <laughs> I know, I can't believe there aren't more albums being dropped right now. Like People have nothing else to do than to listen to new music. Give us more, goddammit! No, more! This is our time! We'll, we'll give you so many listens! <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's, it would seem like it's a no-brainer, but it's been a drought. Especially like yesterday, nothing really dropped. Like We're recording on a Saturday right now, so... Yeah. I know. What about Anything that, like, stands out for you so far? Yeah, I would have two albums. So, I really enjoyed Eminem's new album, 
music to be murdered by. I don't listen to it much anymore, but I think it's his best work since Hell the Sequel earlier. I think it's a return to form, as much as you can expect from an aging Eminem at this point. But it's a great album from the like the majority of the songs are really good. And um, the other album I alluded to earlier was by Tame Impala, The Slow Rush, which I prefer to Currents, actually. I find all the songs are amazing. So it's more of, the, of what I mentioned earlier, just some chill, electronic, but like bouncy music as well that you can work out to. So I would definitely recommend that album. And that would be, if I had to choose an album that I'm listening to the most this year, that's for sure been the one, Slow Rush by Tame Impala. What I'm looking forward to, I hope we get a Kendrick album this year. He's been super quiet in the last few years, so I do hope he releases something. There's, um, I feel like there's other people who have said they're dropping music soon. I'm just blanking on right now, but I would love uh, more Rihanna. It's been a long time since. Uh, she's done anything in music, so I, I'm, I'm ready, Riri. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like the Eminem album too. Now that you mention it, I, uh, Godzilla has gotten me through some workouts. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's a sweet song for <laughs> um, sure. It also just popped up in my head, but um, Meg, Meg the Stallion. Um, I'm, I'm down to hear more. There, there's a few songs like Captain Hook. Um, Savage that she's released that uh, like she's she's a really cool new female rapper in the game. I'm, I'm down for more from her. She's too. doing her thing for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's a solid way to end it there. Looking forward to new music coming out. So thanks a lot, Sarah, for uh, the sweet appearance on the pod and uh, solid discussion. I feel like about all our musical. Uh, choices for each year yeah this was so fun and i think we're gonna get some hate for shafting on beyonce but like yeah. it is what it is huh. I, i'm just gonna throw it out there i actually have never ever listened to lemonade and you guys can hate on me for it but um sorry queen like you and me both i'm more of a solange guy myself but oh my <laughs> anyways thanks for thanks for inviting me on again i had a great time this was a lot of fun it, it like i said it took me back to some albums i hadn't listened to in a long time like i'm, I'm about to blast forest hills drive <laughs> Yo, same actually that's what i'm feeling too yeah <laughs> never mind the sylvia demo <laughs> This is awesome. Thanks a lot, Sarah. And I hope everyone's staying safe. I hope by the time that this actually drops, we're kind of getting back into a regular rhythm in society, but it very well may not. So I hope you're staying safe. Keep uh, respecting social distancing. And um, yeah, I love you all. Stay safe. Peace. Bye.